All right, so I recently launched a special program and it's called Shredded Body for Type 1s. Inside of this program, you learn step-by-step how to lose fat with type 1 diabetes. This is all about how much macros your body needs, how much protein, fat, and carbs. And we really dive into not only just the nutrition portion, but also how to really track your exercise and your weight so that you can lose weight in a sustainable way that also supports your blood sugars. And it's a little bit different than my Fat Loss for Type 1s program. Obviously, if you are a member of my Fat Loss for Type 1s program, then you already have all of the steps. But if not, this program, is you're going to love it. because it really does help you lose fat. And it's all of the steps that helped me in the beginning of my fat loss journey. And these are steps that I still use to this day. And the best part is it's only $65 because this is a really challenging time that we're all in. I don't know about you, but like some of us aren't working and times are just crazy. It's wild. And so I put it for $65. Originally, it was just going to be a special a special price point for people who wanted to join for, I think I put it like that for five days or a week or something. But then so many of you reached out to me and you're like, is it still available? When will you be doing another promo? And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep it at $65 during this turbulent time that we're in because if it helps you achieve your goals and it's a price that you can afford right now, then I want you in the program because I know that it is life-changing. I know that it can help you. And if if the $65 is all that some of us can really put down right now, and there's also a payment plan available. So if you can't even afford that because, hey, times are challenging right now. But anyways, you is, to join, all you need to do is go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash join. You can check it out. You can email me. Let me know if you have any questions. There's a little, like if you scroll down on the page, there's a little button there that you can send me a question if you have one, and then I'll get it straight into my email inbox. And I'm here in Costa Rica, so I'm, I'm like making it sound like I'm just checking my emails all day, but I will get your email and I will get back to you. So if you have any questions, don't hesitate to let me know and I don't know how long we're going to be in quarantine but if you are if you can afford it obviously if you can't afford it don't sign up but if you can afford it right now but you're like something comes up or whatever don't worry because you have lifetime access and so you can really go through this program at your own pace and take all the contents learn everything go through it a few times even like you get lifetime access so even if you spend $65 and you aren't dedicated right at this moment, I know that you will be at some point, right? And even if you start it and then you finish it later, at least you'll be implementing those basic steps that will help you so that when times get back to normal, whatever normal is, but when times start getting busier again, you'll already have implemented these steps and really made them more of a habit. So it'll be so much easier to not only lose weight, but maintain your fat loss goal in the future once life gets back to to normal again. So diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash join. Also, I will link to this in the show notes. And today we're going to be talking about, well, 
I'm going to be sharing with you how I have been staying on track with my fitness during this time and I'm going to be telling you the exact steps that I've been doing because I think it might be helpful to you, it might be insightful and it's been really challenging for me too to stay on top of everything and I also just wanted to say, I mean, if you're a type 1 diabetic, which if you're listening to this, you very well could be, but even if you're not, these things that I have been doing, they're great for also managing your blood sugars. And so whether or not you have type 1 or not, it, it'll just help you all across the board stay healthier and more fit and really just keep you feeling good through this time because there's been a couple days where I've almost felt like I was lacking motivation and I'm like I can't even make it to the gym what am I gonna do and just like all wallowing but I I feel so much better when I am active and I know not everyone is like this but for my body and my mind and just who I am I need physical activity, some sort of physical activity. I know it's not good to work out every day, but I need something (laughs) to stay sane. So I hope that these things are helpful to you. And even if you take a few, a few of them and make them your own, or even if you take one thing out of this entire episode that is helpful, I guarantee that you will find it really, really helpful in the long run. And hey, maybe you'll even keep it up afterwards. But I'm going to be sharing with you all of the things that I have been doing daily and I just want you to know that it has been challenging for me as well. So before we dive into today's episode, have you subscribed to this podcast yet? Because if you have not, please hit that subscribe button. You have no idea how much it actually helps this podcast when you do take a second to subscribe because not only will you not miss out on future episodes and bonus content that we post, but also when you take the time to leave a review or rate this podcast, it expands the reach and really makes it possible for other people to come across this show. And this show has been going for a year now. So thank you for your support. Honestly, it would not be possible without you, without your support. So thank you so much for your support of this show. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. I don't know if you're like me at all in the sense that you like to go to the gym and you like to hift, hift, you like to lift heavy weights. If this is you, I feel you. And if this is not you, that's okay too. But you're still going to get something out of this episode. But I just have to say that like... I have a certain routine, and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, then you've probably listened to some of the episodes. I can link to them in the show notes, but just on training and how I train, all of my training is bodybuilding style, and I work with a coach every now and then who really helps me in terms of putting together my programming, and it's been very helpful for me. (laughs) So I love lift. There's nothing more than I love than how my body feels after lifting heavy weight. And so I'm not going to go into like my programming on this episode because obviously like we're not at the gym 
and not all of us have that luxury right now. But because I'm working out from home, it's like I don't even have a dumbbell that I can use. And so it makes it challenging because I sometimes with my programming, like regularly, I'll go in and my rep range will be, you know, maybe two or three reps of super heavy weight. And so, and I kind of like those weeks, like it can be taxing on the body after a while, but that's why you have rest days and blah, blah, blah. I'll link to all, all of these episodes that I've done in the past on programming in the show notes. But, um, now that I'm some days, like when I'm doing bicep curls, I'm using, I'm using water bottles filled with sand. And so when you're progressively trying to get stronger, it it's really hard when you're losing using super super lightweight and it's like I'm now doing 20 22 reps and increasing my sets because I really want to continue getting stronger and really getting optimal results even though it's like I'm stuck at home but it's getting kind of tiring honestly I'm I'm gonna be so excited when I get back to the gym and I can actually lift really heavy weight and probably bang out my workout way faster but I am really grateful for what I do have right now in this moment so can we all just take a second because I know it's like challenging right now but can we just take a second and feel gratitude for what we do have because it might not be much but it is something and even like every morning when I get up and this is on my list of like how my day looks but I do try to practice gratitude and even if that means just waking up in the morning and feeling grateful that the sun is shining and I hear birds chirping outside like it, it just kind of sets the mood for the day. So even though this time is challenging, if you can at least think, hey, you know, do you have a roof over your head? Do you have a comfy bed to sleep in? Because these are some things that I think some people right now probably don't have in some places in the world. So whatever it is, big or small, if you can just take a second to feel grateful for it, I guarantee and I promise that it will, it will kind of set the spirits a little higher for your day through this time. But all right, so I have in the last year, actually, last year and a half, maybe actually two years, I have not been trying to lose weight because as far back as I can remember, my goal was always to lose fat. And since I've, you know, worked with a coach and I've really changed my focus to more maintaining my weight and even the last six months gaining weight so that I can put on more muscle so that when I'm ready to do a cut again and I, I want to compete at some point, that way when I do a cut and I lose all the body fat, I'm going to actually have muscle to show, show for it because I don't know if you've ever lost a bunch of weight before, but if you don't have muscle, then you're going to lose all this weight, but you're not going to really have, you're not going to look super cut, right? So it's, it's a process. It takes a lot, a lot of time. And it, was a little scary for me to start gaining weight. But now that I'm not training like how I normally do, I have actually started tracking my food intake again because when I'm maintaining weight, it's a little bit looser. I'm not 
um, tracking my food. Like I track my protein intake usually just to make sure. And then I will use my fitness pal for certain foods just so I can get a more accurate carb count when I'm bolusing for my meals. But generally, it's not something that I'm super anal about because I'm not trying to lose weight. So hitting those numbers, I basically know that I am because I'm eating just above my maintenance calories for my body. So protein is just something that I'm super aware of. But other than that, like now that I'm not training heavy and I'm I'm just doing what I can as you are as well, I've started tracking my food intake again on my fitness pal just to get an idea of like what I'm actually eating because now that my activity has gone down a bit, I'm I'm not really leaving the house as much as I usually would if we weren't in quarantine. And I'm sure that you can relate to this as well. I'm guessing that my body is probably like the amount of calories that my body needs to maintain my current weight is probably a little bit less right now just because I'm not as active. And so I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm feeling good and I I don't really want to gain a lot of body fat. Um, So I've started tracking my food intake again. I don't have a food scale with me here in Costa Rica. So that is something that I normally would use just to get proper amounts because the better your accuracy, the better your results, the better you are able to bolus for your food um, and keep your blood sugars more stable. But I say that I'm tracking my food loosely because I do not have access to a food scale. But I am like once I don't know if you've tracked your food before, but once you do it for a while, you get so intuitive with the things that you are eating that you could literally pour, say, like a cup of oats or, you know, something and just kind of eyeball it. And you're probably going to be pretty spot on, even if it's not exact because you've tracked food for so long. That's something that I've experienced. But I've started tracking my food intake again, and I've set my calories just slightly under what my maintenance calories are for my body and everyone requires a certain amount of calories every single day in order to maintain where you are currently with your body weight so if you're looking to lose weight then you would obviously want to consume a little bit less than that or if you want to gain weight a little bit more than that Um, so I've purposely set my calories and again this is very loose right now because I'm not trying to lose weight but I also just want to make sure that I'm I'm eating the right amount for my body right now and I'm kind of going off of how I'm intuitively feeling as well because I don't have a body weight scale. So I've set my calories just slightly in a slight deficit. So everyone's body requires a different amount of food and I've also, so that's the second thing that I've done, but I've also every single day and I'll just give you like a play down of what I have, what a day looks like for me right now. So when I get up in the morning, I try to do like a little bit of meditation, just a gratitude meditation first thing when I open my eyes in the morning. And then I will eat breakfast, I'll make coffee. um, And I've been trying to really be mindful of the amount of protein that I'm consuming because I am still working out. And I've noticed like there was a time when I wasn't tracking my food and my muscles started getting really sore. So I'm trying to be mindful on it because it's hard to even get enough protein right now because I'm like trying to ration the amount of food that we have. I've been eating a lot of rice and beans and well, actually not so much rice, but a lot of beans um, because when I'm eating beans and rice together, it's not great for my blood sugars personally, but trying to kind of just, you know, we have a a freezer full of chicken, but how long is that going to last, right? So just really making sure that I'm 
being mindful of my protein, but then not stressing on it and just kind of listening to how my body feels. So that's another thing that I've been doing. And then I try to do some sort of cardio every single day, whether that's going for a walk or luckily my mom here in Costa Rica, she has a swimming pool, so I'm able to swim laps. So sometimes I'll do that. Um, Even if it's like yesterday, I ran sprints up and down the driveway because her driveway is on this hill and just something to get myself moving. And if you are someone who's struggling with high blood sugar right now, even if you were to pop like 50 squats or something like that, do a few squats that could be body weight squats that can bring your blood sugars down a ton. So that's something to try too, just to kind of like get moving a little bit, right? So I do feel that when I am moving my body and you you probably feel this way too, it just, it not only helps your physical goals, but it also helps your blood sugars because this is a time when many of us are stuck inside. So, I mean, even if it meant doing some jumping jacks or some squats or whatever you can do, right? Um, And then to piggyback off of that, I have also been (laughs) like purposely trying to get my non-exercise activity thermogenesis up. So my neat activity. So this is anything that's not exercise related. So like cleaning the house or organizing, vacuuming, doing the dishes, like anything that will get you off the couch and moving because these things are helpful. And hey, we are at home right now. So I'm sure that there's plenty of organizing or things that, you know, sometimes we tend to put off, but now could be a great time to actually make that a priority and focus on those things a little bit more because all of these things help you help your health in general, right? Like they'll just help not only your physical goals, but also your blood sugar as well. Because I don't know if you've ever vacuumed the house or mopped the floor and then all of a sudden your blood sugar goes low. <laughs> so um, just, yeah, think about it that way. They These things are super helpful and they help me as well. But then I also am doing resistance training because resistance training is so helpful, not only for, for blood sugars, but also just, you know, keeping up with your body goals. And I'm used to a set bodybuilding routine that I do four times a week and now I don't have that. So here, here's what I've been doing. I filled water bottles full of sand. So like different sizes with different amounts of sand. So I can use them for dumbbell curls. I can use them for um, just a bunch of different exercises. I put them in a backpack and then I use the backpack to do like rows with and to deadlift with and to squat with. Just anything that I can use to really uh, give me myself a little bit more weight. And then I've been training close to, tr- to failure for a lot of my exercises just because the weight is relatively light. And then for those exercises where the weight feels a bit heavier, I'm not training to failure. I'm just trying to keep track of my weight and my reps and my sets so that I can keep progressing in that sense. And I also have water bottles filled with water. So the reason I filled some with sand was because the water bottles that I could find weren't large enough, so didn't give me enough weight. But even if you have different weight, like water bottles filled with water, you could even fill it halfway, maybe put a mark on it. So then maybe next time you do that exercise, you can fill fill it a little bit more. Um, Just ways to know that you're continuously progressing with your fitness. And 
Uh, my mom also has a reformer Pilates machine, and I've been using that. It's a complete different workout than I'm used to, but I'm, I've just been switching things up and doing some sort of resistance training. And I've been doing like upper body, lower body, and then maybe a day of cardio. And then on the days that I am doing resistance training, I still do a bit of cardio. And this has been really helping my blood sugars and helping me feel so much better overall. And I know that I'm also so I might not be progressing to the point where I would like to be progressing, but I know that I'm at least maintaining. I'm not. Um, I'm not limiting my success with my fitness goals. At, like if I was doing nothing, that would be a completely different story. All right. So the next thing that I have just started doing in the last couple of days is I've started tracking my steps because I was really feeling like I wasn't. I wasn't moving enough. So, you know, I'll swim laps or I'll do things like this, but I'm tr- I'm now tracking my steps. So every week I'm going to have a new step target where I'm going to try to just get a little bit more in. Um, and then yesterday I tracked my steps and it was like 3,500 steps. I was like, wow, like that is not enough, right? So I'm just, but it's about doing small increments and just doing a little bit more than you did the week before, right? So that you know that you're still making progress and you're still doing your body a lot of good during this time. And then number, I don't even know what number we're on right now. I'm just looking at my notes, but number six, I think we're at number six. Um, I've been drinking a tons of water. So just keeping my water intake up and it is a lot hotter here than if I were in California or other places. So just drinking extra water and making that a priority. And then number seven, getting a lot of sleep because it doesn't even matter. Like if your sleep's not good, it's going to be a lot harder to just stay healthy overall, right? And keep up with your fitness and keep your blood sugars more stable. So sleep is super important. And that's something that no matter what, I have been making a huge priority. And then I've also been doing yoga in the morning. So my mom is a, she's done yoga her whole entire life, basically. Like she studied her yoga training in India and it's it's not just something that she does, it's actually a lifestyle for her. And so we do yoga every single morning for about an hour and then sometimes we'll do it in the evening. But I have to say that doing yoga, it's something that I think does impact your blood sugars in a very positive way because it's puts you just it's a relaxed state like you don't do yoga for a workout um how my mom describes it is like yoga helps to strengthen your organs and the inner part and then your strength training and your other activities that's what helps you tone your your outer body like your muscles and stuff so but yoga is a really important part and I honestly feel like it does or and it has helped my blood sugars and just keep them level throughout the day as well so a combination between yoga and then my resistance training workouts and then walking and whatever kind of cardio activity that I can do it's all been so helpful during this time and I think 
one of the biggest things is because I know that we're all at a different place and we all have different things that we have access to right now. So some of us have gym equipment, some of us have dumbbells, some of us don't have anything, but whatever you can do, even if it's just body weight exercises right now, it's all going to help you. So whatever you can do right now to get your butt off the couch and move your body a little bit more is really going to help you out during this time. And if you want to take it one step further, like I have, and just start by tracking your food and just get an idea of like how much food you're actually consuming and what you're consuming and you would be surprised too because when you have low blood sugar you are consuming a lot more calories than you think and just by getting an idea of what you are eating on a daily basis and how many calories you're consuming this can give you a little bit more control in terms of your overall health and when it comes to your physical goals so I would really recommend doing that I use MyFitnessPal I love it it's been super helpful and if you have a food scale at home That takes it one step further as well because the better your accuracy is when tracking your food intake, the better your results are going to be even and especially during this time that we're in. So I hope that this episode was helpful to you and I hope that you got some tidbits out of just what I've been doing that might help you along your own journey and where you are right now. And just don't be too hard on yourself, right? Do the very best you can with what you have and know that you are doing amazing. None of us have ever lived through a pandemic before, so you are doing amazing and keep up the good work. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Let me know. I'm on Instagram. So at Taja Kato, let me know. I'd love to connect with you and keep up the amazing work. Love you so much. And I will talk to you same time next week.